This is real food, handmade by people who love what they do. This is Cheese by Hand. Today on Cheese by Hand, we take you to Pure Luck Dairy in Dripping Springs, Texas. When we started, within the first year, we had two um, Nubian does, and everyone else, they were Alpines, and only Alpine bucks. And Angel uh, stopped breeding many years ago and um, continued to live on the farm, and really had a ball, had a ball. And this year, she, um, you know, Juan said, you know, she's not going to make it. And um, one day I went out there, and she's laying in the sun in this blue sweatshirt with the sleeves cut off. <laughs> they clothed her because it's cold. They put a sweatshirt on her, and it was so sweet. And, you know, she went out, and one day he said, you know, Angel's going to die. I carried her in today. She would go out and lay in the sun all day. And after she died, he said, and you know, she just died as peacefully as possible. He said, you know... I never understood why your mom tried to find goats' homes, you know, when, and when they got older, while they were still milking. And he said, that was so sad. I don't ever want to do that again. That's Amelia. She took over Pure Luck Farm when her mother passed away a few years ago. She has not done it on her own, but with the support of her three siblings and a few longtime employees like Juan, who have been with them since the beginning. When we visited, Amelia was a mere eight months into her new role, and there was a palpable sense that this was a farm in the midst of a big transition. I want to be clear that there wasn't a feeling of instability, like a house on the precipice of completely falling apart. Rather, it was a home that had been stripped down to its bones. Fortunately, they were good, strong bones. As she walked us through the cheese room where Juana, another longtime employee, was unmolding the previous day's cheeses, Amelia talked a bit about the people that make up the foundation of their farm and how they've made their way together. Her husband's family was um, at my mom's wedding, which was over 20 years ago. So as much as this is a family farm, it's like two families. The, you know, these, Juana and Juan and his brothers who live here on the farm and around the neighborhood um, have, I mean, they just treat it as if it's their own. They're a, they're a huge part of our family farm. Yeah, we have a we have a pretty set schedule. Like I'll pro, I'll process on Fridays, and it works that way um, because that way people come in and they have the same. The variable isn't what their job is; it's how unprepared I am, <laughs> or something like that. You know, I try to keep the same job on the same day. While life on any farmstead dairy can be chaotic, the two families at the helm of Pure Luck have made it work and work well for decades. Their farm is a fixture in Dripping Springs, Texas, and has been for more than 20 years. Not only has Pure Luck earned a great reputation as an educational farm and facility within its surrounding communities, but they've also developed quite a reputation throughout the country for their hands-on cheesemaking workshops conducted on the farm. I asked Amelia about the inspiration for these courses. Oh, man. I think to generate income. <laughs> we like to do workshops in the off-season. We can't do them in the summer because we're, we're using the production facility. And then in the winter, what happens is we don't make much money because the production shoots down, the production on the organic farm shoots down, and you know there's plenty of work to do. We still have work to do 
And um, you also, if you want someone to work for you in the high season, you've got to employ them in the low season. And um, relatively speaking, they're a, they're a good way to make money. Use the facility that we have. Think about that. It's a way to use the facility that we have. The foundation of sustainability courses through the veins of Pure Luck Dairy. It's apparent how dedicated they are to their employees, and that level of dedication spills over to their herd of goats. They are constantly working to figure out what it means to provide the best possible experience to their animals and to integrate their philosophy with some of the harsh realities in the world of raising livestock. We had had some kids, and I had to take them to the auction. And that's not my job usually. Usually someone else does that. And um, I didn't like that at all. I didn't like that, you know, we had these um, animals that we were breeding and we, they didn't have, you know, we had to send them to the auction. I didn't like the way that they were handled when they got there and the idea of them being hungry for the rest of the day, the idea of someone getting them that didn't know what they should be eating, you know, and how often they eat. So that really bothered me. And it made me think, you know, um, Wow, what if, what if we could change that? What if we could, you know, start a page on our website that really promoted good people taking um, the goats, you know, bucks and everything, you know, make a way that they can do that. So much of that was uh, my mom's, you know. I don't know uh, who every goat is. So <laughs> we're working on that all the time as far, and especially coming up on breeding season in a couple months as I need to know exactly who everyone is. When we visited, there were a number of moments like this that so clearly illustrated the transitions that these families were going through after the loss of Amelia's mother, Sarah. But the beautiful part of that transition was in knowing that her mother had left this indelible imprint on all of them, and that much of the work and knowledge that will need to be picked up will be nearly second nature to them. So, so what's going on with these ladies? These ladies are, um, hello ladies, they are going to be first fresheners. So you can see she's really round, she's got an utter dropping, they've never had kids before. And the majority of them, minus tie-dye, um, were, were raised by mom. So they're a little skittish, and we're actually supposed to be working with them to tame them down. Tie-dye, on the other hand, was bottle-raised and is their representative. We um, always, since I was a kid, had goats, and we raised them in all different ways, you know, a lot of them by bottle, and we found that um, the ones that we really spoiled the most were the worst behaved. You know, the ones that really kind of jumped off your back and bounced on you and stuff like that. Um, so tie-dye had the good fortune of always taking her bottle through the fence as opposed to on the back porch or in the yard. And it's, it's been a good deal. As a result of growing up on this land with the goats, it seems that Amelia looks at their operation in a unique way. Because she has seen it evolve and support the growth of multiple families, 
She is determined to ensure that it will flourish in a way that will enable it to provide for future generations as well. My mom was of the mind of the last few years that, um, you know, animals really weren't supposed to eat grain. They were supposed to eat, you know, forage, green, leafy things. So that is an area where where I don't care to expand so much production. I would care to expand um, and growing pasture. More pasture would mean that Pure Luck could possibly decrease the amount of feed that they now purchase. And it would also ensure that their herd of goats that has grown to approximately 110 does not negatively impact the land by over-browsing or trudging on the same paths day in and day out. These are the kinds of issues that arise over decades on farms like Pure Luck that have grown so organically from their beginnings. Amelia explains that the vision her mother had for the farm was naively humble when she started out. She decided that she would do it on 12 goats, and uh, she had befriended Jennifer Bice and um, was, you know, asking for her advice. And Jennifer said, well, laughed and said, you know, you're never going to make it on 12 goats. And Mom said, oh, yes, I will. And uh, the joke was always, when Jennifer was here, she would say, um, how many goats are you milking now? And she'd say, oh, 25, 35, 45, 50. So Pure Luck has expanded some over the years, and not without bumps along the way. They have arrived, even in a time of dizzying change, at a place where they are certain of who they are and why they do what they do. Clear about their dedication to the animals and people that enable them to live on the farm and make beautiful farmstead cheese. They are interested in sharing their perspective with us, and they see their cheese as a window into their experience as farmstead cheesemakers. You tell people the milk is from all of our own animals on the farm. And then I usually like to say, you know, they were all born on the farm, have been there forever. And I think that one term, if you can explain it quickly, gives people a whole picture of what might be going on behind that one cheese.